Land Conquest. How to price your list with rural land. Now let's get into it. This may be the video that you were waiting for. Now pricing your list is obviously very important. When you're sending out mail, you are going to have an offer price on that mail. So pricing it effectively is actually pretty key to the process. It's impossible to get exact on this, but I've developed a framework that has worked very well for us that I think can work very well for you. Now there's kind of two different ways to do that. I'm gonna show you kind of the do-it-yourself type way. You can also use automated tools like Priced in order to help you out with this. But uh, this way is uh, kind of more exact, I think, and, and pretty fitting for rural land. So step one in doing this is you're going to complete the sold to for sale ratios and offer percentages on the mailing log spreadsheet. Now I'm gonna show you that we've touched on this mailing log spreadsheet in previous videos, but this is the mailing log, the template that you hopefully are going to be using on your end. So we're gonna take a different county as an example. We're gonna talk, talk about Georgia. We're gonna use Putnam County. We're gonna do an acreage range of 10 to 20 acres. As you can see, um, you can choose all kinds of different acreage ranges. So this, this spreadsheet is built, so you can customize it to whatever your needs are. So for instance, uh, we've got the data that I've already filled in here that we talked about in the previous video. You're gonna wanna make sure this is filled in. This is the, um, this is the sold to for sale ratio data. So you're gonna wanna pull the sold in this range, 14 uh, properties sold over the last year in the 10 to 20 acre range, and there are currently 12 active properties in this range. And that, uh, that uh, computes to a ratio of 1.16. Now this is, as soon as you put these two amounts in here, this will automatically calculate. This uh, right here is something that you are going to have to look up. Now, as you can see here, I've got a different tab down here, different tab down here, it's called the pricing matrix. So the pricing matrix is what we use to kind of uh, determine how aggressive we need to be on our offers based off of the sold to for sale ratio. So in this case, we're gonna go back to tab one and we're gonna see that it's a 1.16. It computed to a 1.16. So you need to put the offer percentage here. You wanna look at the pricing matrix, 1.16. Where does that put us? That's over in the pretty warm market range. So first of all, you're looking at two different charts here. We've got a rural land chart, anything two acres plus. Then we've got the subdivision or infill lots less than two acres, which are different percentages down below here. So at a 1.16, that is a 45%. And that's what I definitely consider a warm market. It's not hot over 1.5, but it's but it's getting there. It's getting there. That's a pretty, pretty strong market. So going back on this tab number one, we've inputted 45%. Now it's time to pick individual comps to kind of come up with the pricing for that particular area. So in order to do that, we are going to look at uh, sold comps. First of all, we've picked, we're on Zillow here. We've picked Putnam County. We are going to look at the acreage range that we're dealing with. We're dealing with 10 to 20 acres and we are dealing with solds over the last 12 months. And also we are only dealing with land. Generally, I'll do a sort over here from low to high, price from low to high, and then I'll be looking at these comps over here. Now, generally what I am looking for is I am looking for sort of the lowest price per acre comps that I could find. We're generally not dealing with the 
top of the line premium properties in this business. Most most times we're getting calls on properties that are in the mid to lower end range of these properties. So I definitely want to be picking comps that are kind of uh, consistent with those type of properties that we normally get. So what I do first is kind of just do a quick look through here. And I'm not, uh, you'll, you'll get pretty good at this over time. So you'll just kind of eyeball it and you'll be able to sort of figure out, you know, a general price per acre, and then you'll sort of be able to narrow it down. So I've already went through this list here and I've picked kind of the three best comps with that, which I believe. Now, a couple things that I do want to mention is definitely only pick MLS comps. So sometimes you'll see them with a little icon here in the corner that's easy to identify, but sometimes you have to click into it and you just have to read the comments and see that if it's a it's a comp that was on the market sale. So for in, in this case, it said it was listed by this agent, has some comments in there that are not generic. So um, this is the first comp that I selected actually. So in this case, what we did, it was um, 12.46 acres and it sold for 97,000. So basically what you do here, comp one, you, you enter this here, the 97,000, and then you enter the number of acres it is. We're picking three different comps that are kind of representative for this pricing range. Next, we're going to find another comp. So the next comp that we selected for comp number two is, um, let's see here. It is 11.5 acres that sold for 105. Ah, here it is. So the other thing here that I want to mention is if you've got, there's a, uh, if there's a really low comp, in here that's just 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 weird in some sort of way. It's kind of an outlier. I generally won't pick those because it's an outlier for a reason. You know, maybe it was just someone that put it on the market and kind of dumped it really quick for a super low price. I generally don't use that. I'll use a comp that I believe is pretty representative of kind of the type of properties that we're buying, but definitely on the lower end. But I throw out any uh, really low outliers for one reason or another. Also, if it's in an HOA or something like that, I will not use that comp because that's kind of not the type of property that will normally be representative of these rural type properties. So next one I selected is this one, this 11 and a half acres for 105,000. Obviously that is put on the list right here. 11 and a half acres, 105,000. Next, we're gonna move on to comp number three. And comp number three, we selected a hundred and fifteen thousand for twenty acres. Now this is a this is the lowest price per acre out of any of them. I just checked in here. Um, it's not the the absolute lowest. It actually is the pretty the the lowest one on this list. But it looked like it had um, uh, pretty you know um, pretty consistent uh, you know data and everything with it. So there's nothing that's really sort of an outlier. So. I use this as a comp number three, and we just put this in here as 115,020 acres. Now what happens is that once you put these in here, once you have this offer percentage and you put these this information here, it will automatically calculate this offer price per acre. Now what it's, there's a formula in here, but what it's doing behind the scenes is it's figuring out the, the um, price per acre of each of these three comps, it's averaging them, 
And then it's multiplying that by the offer percentage. So the average price per acre, I just kind of figured this out separately without this formula, is $75.54 per acre. And when that's multiplied by 45%, that comes up to an offer price of $33.99.60 per acre. Now this offer price is then used when you're putting in the pricing on your mailer. Uh, basically, if, uh, say, for instance, it's a 10-acre property, you're going to be offering $33,996 for that, that property. Obviously, it's, if it's a 20-acre property, it's going to be double that. It's 20 times whatever this amount is. So uh, it's pretty important to get this data in here right, and then it'll automatically spit out your offer price. Now, uh, going back to the slides here, the sold to for sale ratio was obviously that first data that you need on there. Uh, then we obviously got, went through those steps that I just showed you. Uh, we looked for comps on Zillow, Redfin, or Realtor.com. Select the county, select the acreage range. You're looking at sold data, you know, generally for the past 12 months. And uh, if, if there's a lot of comps in that particular county or area, you may even look at the past six months. Now, don't base your sold to for sale ratio on six months. Do that at 12 months. But, but uh, if you're looking for the most recent, most accurate comps, and if there's a lot of them, you might be able to get away with looking at comps in, in the past six months. And then you uh, sort by for sale price, as we did, lowest to highest. And then, and then what you do is you choose the three lowest price per acre sold comps. And another thing we talked about is only using the MLS comps. Don't use kind of off-market sales because you don't know what happened with those. Maybe it was a family sale or a friend sale or something that was just not an on-market type deal. Also, you want to exclude land with problems. Say, for instance, you see a listing that went for a really low price per acre, but it was landlocked or it had other issues noted in the description. You want to kind of throw that out. Uh, you also kind of want to exclude the premium properties, ones with structures, premium farmland, or other notable aspects. So I generally try to exclude any very low outliers, and then the higher type premium properties are not the type of properties that we deal in, so we generally don't consider those when we're looking at comps. Um, so uh, just as kind of an example here, uh, the list List the price per acre of each of these chosen comps and average them. Now, if you're using our spreadsheet, all of the calculations are done for you, as you saw. But if you were just kind of trying to figure this out manually, this is kind of how it works. Say, for instance, you had three comps uh, and you were, um, you know, the price per acre of these comps of so 3,500, 4,000, or 4,500. Then your average price per acre would be 4,000. Uh, then basically that's being multiplied against the um, the ratios that I'll show you here on our pricing matrix that we found here on our pricing matrix. And then, you know, that 4,000 times 45% would be $1,800 per acre. That would be the offer price that you'd be looking at in this example. And obviously you would put that information, that, that data on the spreadsheet, but that's automatically figured out for you if you're using our template, which I definitely recommend that, that you do. Uh, and then the, the kind of the last step on it you know, as you compile all this data, you might have multiple counties, multiple acre ranges, and things that you're kind of figuring out. Uh, the last thing I would do, I was kind of, I would look at the active listings to see how you, these offer prices that you are going to be putting on your offers, 
will kind of line up to the active listings. So you just want to make sure that, you know, you're not going to be giving an offer that's like higher than the active listings or something like that. So obviously the goal is always to double your money on these properties. Sometimes that's not quite feasible. Sometimes it's a little bit lower. Sometimes you even do a little bit better. But but the goal is to kind of make sure that your offer price will kind of line up nicely with where the active listings are. So you'll be able to actually sell the property after you buy it. So just as kind of an example that I'll lay out here, uh, for a 10-acre property, uh, sold comp averages may be 5000 per acre. Now, the suggesting pricing per the matrix, say it came out at 45%, the pricing matrix, then that would mean an offer price of $2,250 per acre. Now, if your offer price uh, for a 10-acre property would then be $22,500, now, obviously, the sold comps are at fifty thousand for a ten-acre property, and likely list price would be, you know, forty-nine nine, forty-seven nine, something like that. So, after closing costs, you might net forty-five thousand. So, obviously, you'd be paying twenty-two thousand five hundred for that ten-acre property, and you would likely, or hopefully, be selling it for forty-five thousand after closing costs. So, you would then uh, hopefully come close to doubling your money. That's kind of how the numbers work. And that's in an ideal world. That's how the numbers would work. Obviously, each situation is a little bit different. But that's how, that's a system that worked worked well for us. And I believe it'll work well for you. It takes a little bit of time to do this process. And you may be able to have an assistant kind of help you out with this process. Uh, you can also use automated tools, which we will get into next.